Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. Welcome to Boobays. Boobays, that's right. We're your hosts. I'm Caitlin. And I'm Joshua. And today we are here to talk to you about some... A uh, slash, and, slash and family night out. Slash and family fun. Yeah. Um, we are going to be talking about The Strangers sequel, Pray at Night. Pray at Night. Release P-R-E-Y, not yeah. they're not praying. Mm-mm, no, they it's a are good, praying, but a double, <laughs> and then like it's like they are praying, and then the family is the prey, and it's a double entendre. So it's pretty smart. I like it. Pretty clever. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twenty eighteen, directed by Johannes, Johan Roberts. Yo- right? Is it Johan? Johannes. Johans. I like I like both actually. So yeah. It could be both Roberts and written by Brian Bertino and Ben Katai. Um, the original came 10 years prior in 2008, The Strangers, which we've covered already before. So if you want to go listen to that episode, please. It's a good it. episode. It's I good think episode. we were hungover when we covered it. Yeah. Um, and I'm not hungover today, but I'm sick. <laughs> so I'm drinking my Theraflu. But if I cough or have to have a little sniffle forgive me mm-hmm. and if you hear dogs in the background of my audio um i apologize hopefully you can't hear that um like oh yeah i'm if- recording from home too now so we've got you've got potential i've got two cats sitting right here okay and they could they just could create a commotion at any time very easily before we were getting started suki was wanting to be right on my lap and she was Mm -hmm. like crawling on the computer (laughs) and crawling up on my shoulder and i was like please stop she wants to be a part of the process she's like i'm a little baby Mm -hmm. that's what she said but um the first one starred of course um you know um tyler lived tyler um, and I think something Speedman, Steven Speedman, no, something Speedman. I know his Michael Speedman, something like that. But the dude from um, the Underworld series um, and was a pretty solid like horror movie, you know, really had a lot of suspense, really had you kind of on the edge of your seat because, you know, the mm, perpetrators, the, the murderers, the killers, they are um, the strangers haha, were uh 
always just kind of like so close enough but like obviously they they never saw them until you know it's too late and shit's already happening um so this one kind of plays with that but also has like a total like stylistic difference as well because um it's i don't know if it was like set was it set in the 80s or is it just like it's playing on I don't think it scenes? was set in the 80s right but they had the phones they, like they had phones they had cell phones so there's no way yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah, and, yeah but it definitely went for they I made note of that a lot in my I was like definitely going for the nostalgic vibe yeah the 80s vibes with the music choice some of the shots a lot of the colors like the title sequence and stuff Mm -hmm. all of that it really kind of lend towards that nostalgic 80s kind of traditional slasher horror Mm -hmm. which i can appreciate no yeah it was really cool i'm trying to think of like the original too though like because the original even though it was also set in like what the early 2000s or late 2000s also with like the music choice and like the cabin and like how kind of secluded it was and even like the only people we really other saw than them were like those two boys on the bike kind of thing situation um yeah the like jehovah's witness or mormon people and so like um that also kind of felt like it was giving off like 60s 70s kind of like slasher movie in a way i guess so yeah they're, they're kind of both doing different styles which is pretty cool um the film stars bailey madison lewis pullman christina Hendricks, martin henderson um and damien mafai if i pronounced that name right um and yeah we're just basically gonna follow a family that's being um traumatized by these people who just honestly i don't know like what what their deal is because we never really find out in either movies what their deal yeah. is or like why the first one it's because you were home right and then this one it was why not it, which both are just kind of they're not real answers no they're, yeah they're, very yeah, vague very vague and it doesn't really give a motive it's just kind of like very which i don't know maybe there is no motive maybe they're just that psychotic but also um I think there's so. always a motive. And there's always I feel a motive. like Potato Head Man, uh-huh. Potato Sack Man, is borderline like God level or something. Because especially at the end of this film, spoiler alert, Being on whenever fire. he just like got out of the car again and kept driving mm-hmm. after the explosion and then got out of the car being on fire, I was like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah. It was pretty, uh, pretty sick, pretty um, savage. He definitely probably burnt and had like five, seven, eight degree burns by that point as well, because it was just oh, yeah. like so, so on flames. Um, yeah. And but, but he yeah. just kept going. This movie actually He's, had a lot more action to it. Funny. This movie had that a lot more it. action to it. Yeah, he, it was. It had. A, <laughs> we don't think we can say that, Caitlin. Stop. Um, <laughs> I tried to say bunny on the on the radio on the airwaves um but this movie had a lot more action too as well to it um and this movie also was kind of in the process of being made for a good while as well because i mean it's been 10 years since the first one and what it was essentially was supposed to be is more kind of like like uh 
like there was a different sequel in essence that they have were kind of drafting for a while and then it kind of just got like put on the back burner and then this kind of story came up which i like how it's kind of dealing with the whole different family but it doesn't feel too far off like it feels like this is like i don't know seven months after that first one and they're just kind of like a town over like they're not even that far from like where the first ones happened i feel like you know what i mean yeah i feel like Uh they definitely do stay close by and wherever they live or something you're the kind of people that want to monitor the situation too and like see how it's progressing and want to keep an eye on all the news events and they want to know and like, like work. honestly they're Admire probably work. the kind of people that would want to be caught like the zodiac killer and stuff mm-hmm. like who just once wanted to be figured out yeah don't we all hold on god I bless you God bless you. <coughs> Jesus Christ. I'm dying. Mm-hmm. You're not. Well, we are all a slow death. We'll go ahead and, and jump right into it, Raw. Look at these notes. Mate. Okay, it says so, it's based on true events. Which I've looked up, and essentially it's not really necessarily based on true events. events I like think this, that's just added on to add scare factor. Yeah, exactly. Um, and of course, things don't have to necessarily be like, there's no law that says like it can't say that it wasn't, even if it isn't. You know what I mean? So yeah. Um, it definitely stuff like this has probably happened in the world at some point, like in a way, but maybe not specifically this way. But um, it definitely does make it feel an ad, especially like the first one. Whenever it first came out, you couldn't convince me that this didn't. I'm like, oh, yeah, this was like a real thing. Like all of this happened play by play <laughs> like this. Yeah. all happened, You know, but um, then obviously years later, you find out you were naive and also. 2008 how old were we like 14 yeah yeah so just started um, high school mm -hmm. um yeah uh they are based on true events quote unquote uh we have um you know we're already starting up with like um starts up with a song but i don't remember what song it was but it was like a a, Uh, i just remember but i love this song (laughs) Yeah, I put interesting song choice at the beginning just for it to cut to kind of nothing. Yeah, it almost it, felt like whenever they take like a upbeat song, you know, the thing I dislike, like that I thought mm-hmm. Insidious did really well, where they took tiptoe through the tulips and made it creepy, mm-hmm. but like Smile didn't do well because they just added lollipop, lollipop at the end. Yeah, that was not. It felt like an afterthought. Yeah. And it had nothing to do with the movie. They like, did at least keep the soundtrack pretty consistent throughout the whole film in this film. But uh-huh. it was just a random, like, 80s pop. I felt like song. there were a lot of, like, stylistic choices in this movie over, like, deliver like quality that substance yeah 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 yeah. where it was just more like like almost gave like music videos at different points you know what i mean like this looks like a music video as opposed to a film 
which that might be interesting. I, I wonder if like the director has done music videos before. Cause that would make sense to me. He he the mm -hmm, British filmmaker and is best known for movies that I've not seen. <laughs> and <laughs> Resident Evil, Welcome to Raccoon City, which wasn't that animated. I don't even know. Huh. Interesting. Interesting. Hell Breeder, Roadkill. So yeah, I don't know. I've never I don't think I've ever seen um interesting okay but yeah um we start with the song it opens up then it's like based on true events and then we have this like tr truck coming through the fog and we can obviously recognize this truck from the first movie um it's a creepy truck yeah and uh we have a knock at a door in this trailer park area um and it's also also like this was a huge trailer park like this was a huge like it was a community this was like a yeah and they like, had i mean I, land yeah <laughs> like yeah like a lot of trailer parks or like you know they have like maybe a quarter of an acre at best and they're more and then, closer together and it's like you know like yeah this felt like a whole like you like, could like probably hang out your window and touch the other person's window mm -hmm. kind of thing but I've this lived one in a trailer yeah, park before very yeah. everyone had at least an acre yeah um maybe it was, more it was pretty pretty wide and they even had like a playground like what but um so they um end up we have that knock at the door and someone is getting up of uh, this older lady she's you know making her way to the front door and uh, to the window and she just sees a truck outside but she doesn't see anybody outside in the truck or anything like that so then um as we i think get another knock at the door we notice that there's someone in the house um uh see a silhouette in the kitchen and um at this point we don't see what happens because then it's just kind of like yeah you know we see the it cut to the doggy who's not barking or not doing anything um yeah i was really surprised by the dog not waking up not doing anything especially for knocks like the dog like you you know like dogs with a knock like will set off like, lose their mind yeah yeah and uh -huh. yeah no this dog was just must be the most well-trained dog in the history of dogs or it was maybe it was old maybe it was really old yeah that could be it could also be I, deaf dog true deaf dog i didn't think about that deaf dog um and so then she gets into bed with the dude with the old man um and he doesn't i guess he thinks it's his sweetie pie and uh yeah that's that's what we get and we get a title card bom, bom. strangers pray at night and this is where again they were definitely going for those 80s vibes yeah um and then we basically immediately flash to a incredibly sassy kid mm -hmm. whose name is what's her name she's always in everything bailey madison Oh, yeah. but her name in the oh, movie. Like, oh, her uh, name in the movie. It is, uh, I have it written down. Let me go find it. It's, uh, they have, they give her a nickname because she has a name, but they call her something else. And it's Kins. Kinsey? But they call her Kins. Kins yeah. and Luke. We have Kins, Luke, um, and then the, the mama and the dad. Um, mama which and dad. I, I know I know their names too, but I have them written down somewhere here uh further down into the notes but yes we have i think kins, i just called she, them mom and dad mom and dad we have kins and she is yeah she's giving like that typical like 
brat, like going through a phase we all went through, you know, you just don't want to get along with your parents or whatever. Um, and nobody understands you. Um, and apparently she got in trouble at school or something like she did something and she's, you know, upset because, um, they're moving her to a boarding school, which I mean, granted, I'd probably be upset too, if I was getting shipped off to a boarding school. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, but we are at, um, after what? we're picking up her brother they're getting everything moved and stuff and then we're at a diner like just stopping to get some food and she's not like happy she's not eating anything um and i don't necessarily yeah. remember all the conversation but like the family has drama yeah yeah there's like whenever they get to the diner and the mom and kenzie are having a conversation um they're basically just i don't really remember everything they said either but yeah basically like first off the mom catches kinsey smoking yeah. and then proceeds to take a drag herself which um, also too do we know how old kinsey is because i couldn't tell if she was like 14 or like 18 like you know what i, I mean i feel like she 15 was the vibe i got okay got it got it something pretty young Okay. And I was like very confused at the beginning. I was like, are they moving? Are they going on a weekend trip? Are they shipping it... her off? Why is she so and then eventually it became clear. But at first, like, especially whenever they were packing up the car and she was like in her room and stuff, yeah. just giving her mom all that sass. And I was like, What is going on here? I couldn't tell. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it definitely took a while to kind of explain that. And even in explaining it which was more or less kind of through conversation between the mom and her and then later on between the brother and and kins when they're sitting outside of that playground park area it was more or less like it's like i don't want to say reading between the lines because she kind of explicitly says like oh you know as whatever so-and-so's parents didn't send them off because of whatever they did um it it just also feels like there's more than just this incident. You know what I mean? Like there's some, like, I don't know, like the strife that the mom and her especially have. Like she's yeah. definitely going through it. And this was kind of seems like, you know, the last, the, the straw that broke the camel's back, I guess. Can you hear those dogs, by the way? Do you hear that? No. Okay, good. All right. That's all that matters. Um, And so, yeah, they're outside. The mom takes the drag. They're kind of having this like little how it's weird too though because it's like as mad as she is with them throughout the film it's like then she's having a conversation with them totally normal and then like two seconds later then it's like and then walks away or something yeah my notes say god teens are so dramatic yeah like, yeah, like it's 180 I, like, every like two i seconds. fully am guilty of it i remember being that dramatic teen whenever mm. i was a teenager yeah. but like still it's just it she's really made, laying it on thick yeah she was and i was mm -hmm. like oh my god yeah she made some comment too that said uh no not like you and dad and i don't remember what it was in reference to but i remember being like oop yeah she so. she was definitely sassy 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 pants and um like i'm surprised yeah i mean i think it's just different too for all families right but she was definitely getting away with handsome shit yeah uh, also uh -huh. at one point 
the brother, I'm pretty sure he calls her a queef. I think so. Yes. Because even the dad's like, what's a queef in the car? Yeah. And the mom's and like, I was like stop. What in the world? What kind of insult is that? That's, that's I don't know. I just had to bring right that there. up because I was like, what the fuck? All queefs matter. We are not queef shaming. Queef um, shaming. And so we have um all this family drama going on, right? But at this point, it's getting late. And so they're going to go, you know, uh, stay at Uncle Marv's trailer park cabin. He has a little trailer that's ready for them, I guess, because this is like on their way to the place. And so he's helping them out. So uh, we end up showing up to the trailer park and they go to the office. Um, the Gatlin and- Lake getaway. Mm-hmm. And then I got so confused here because the mom just like walks up all willy nilly. And I was like, like, bitch, that sign clearly says they are closed. Like she owns the place. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I was like, girl. And then then I put Uncle Marvin must be the killer with that handwriting because. But turns out it was the killers who wrote it. Yeah. Yeah. Because I was like, this is some serial killer handwriting. Is that what a serial killer handwriting looks like? Yes, scribble that, scrabble. Okay. Um chicken scratch. And so is that what your handwriting looks like, Josh? No, it's no, not, it doesn't. It it's, doesn't. My my handwriting can be really honestly, my handwriting honestly gives I feel like DID because <laughs> there are days that it's like really neat, and there are days that it's like crazy looking. There's days that I write small, and there are days that I write big. And there are days that I'm like writing with like one A that goes like this, and then two sentence leaders. Oh I yeah, like I I have like my fives all. They would never be able to track me because my fives always look different, <laughs> or I'll switch my twos like to be uh-huh. one with a little curly end, oh, or uh-huh. a straight end. And wow, head I'll, of the game. I guess it's my numbers, but yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I. I mine a lot too and then sometimes mine gets really messy because my hands shake so bad mm. it depends on how fast like or what if i'm in a hurry or fast or not yeah because it, it can only look good if i take my time with it and go slow um but even then it's if it's like something i'm writing out a lot of it's like the first five lines will be so pretty and then by like that fifth line or sixth line i'm like ah, i don't i don't care anymore my hand's tired my hand is tired and so then it just starts turning i don't want to do just, this no get more this done. um but yeah, we are we see that they left a message basically saying like you know what it say we're we're, we're it's late cabin number mm-hmm. make yourself at home yeah whatever oh suki's coming up here we'll see you in the morning um she crawled up here and then just stared at me (laughs) and now she's going back under the table but she like got up halfway on the table (laughs) and then just like looked at me Mm. and then um she said can you be done now oh and so <laughs> we um yeah so i actually wrote they the note said make yourself at home see you in the morning so she grabs the key um we are heading to number 47 and it had right? a creepy smiley face on it on the on the on the note right i think so yes and, and then, then there's we, another one on the mailbox, mailbox for sure and i was like man's really needs to stop drawing these smiley faces because they all look creepy 
Yeah. Well, and I, I guess that's just how they're marking their serial killers at this point. I oh, had no okay, clue. got it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just they're... was like, damn, Marvin got them shaky hands like I do. <laughs> and he can't draw a smiley face where it's shit. It was giving a Walmart collaboration. Um, Walmart so, or Walmart? Um, Walmart, Walmart. Remember they used to have that oh. yellow smiley face that was like their yeah. logo for the longest and time? And they would give you a sticker when you went in the store. Yeah, and then like they even had those little like how Jack in the Box used to have the, the head of the thing all the time for the Oh, antennas. yeah, for your antenna. Uh-huh. And so um, we're... Getting to the trailer, we're trying to make ourselves at home, right? Um, and it doesn't. Um, let's see, we're we're eating like left. Oh, this is right. They're getting yeah, the dad tried to dad. Eat goddamn leftovers, which Ew. doesn't make any sense. Why would you eat someone else's leftovers? And also, why would there be leftovers in there? That just seems weird from the get. Um, yeah. Also, who knew that the serial killers liked Chinese takeout? Um, and so then we have them, you know, the wife rightfully being like, ew, disgusting. That's ick. And then we have them like trying to have family time essentially. Um, yeah, they're trying to get... like play a little game mm-hmm. together and, like, trying, and trying to get the kids to like interact and not be on their phone. Um, and, and Luke's then... down, but Kinsey's not really. She like acts for like half a second that she's like gonna participate yeah and then she gets up and just runs out out. the house Mm -hmm. well not before though they get a knock on the door yeah uh from a young lady and she is kind of shrouded in darkness because someone has unscrewed the light bulb that's right outside the front door so you can't see really who they are and she's asking the mom um is tamra home which is a callback to the first movie because who the fuck is Tamara as well? I feel like there's some family trauma here. Like maybe they lost a daughter who died or something or ran away or got kidnapped. And like, now they're all like on a vendetta to like go to just random people's homes. Like is Tamara here? And if she's not, well then fuck, we're going to kill you because we're pissed off. Yeah. What if someday they actually rolled up to someone's house and there was a Tamara there and they were like, like, what would you do? Yeah. Like, like, Oh, hey, Tamara, come here. Someone at the door. They'd be like, JK, and they just run off. <laughs> <laughs> right? Or like, what if they'd be like, uh, you mean Tamara? Yeah, she's right here. <laughs> like, I don't know. Oh, yeah. Something like just a different name. That's funny. About the same yeah. name. Yeah. Um, um, but we, we have them asking this question. And of course, the mom's like, like, no, you have the wrong house. Sorry. And she's just like, what if okay. Tamara's doll face? and that's her name she's already in the house (laughs) and then they're asking is Tamara home because they know that Tamara is home she's already in there but that was dollface at the door like how could she be in two places i thought dollface was the black-haired one is it no i thought dollface was the younger one oh i called dollface the black-haired one oh Let's, I don't know though. That's just how I called it. Well, huh? You're no. You're, I guess maybe you're right. No, I'm trying to see. I'm gonna look it up, and we'll find it here in a second. But okay. Which, pin up girl. Regardless, pin up, pin up, maybe, pin up, pin up, pin up lady is the one that's oh, in, with the girl. black. 
pinup girl. That's what they have her listed as. And then they uh, have the man with the potato sack. They just literally call him man in the mask. No, it's, his name no, is Potato Head Man. Potato Head Man, yeah. That's or potato. I like Potato Sack. Mr. But, potato Sack. Oh, I like the way he says that. With my gravelly voice. You do it again. Mr. Potato Sack. It was a bit more like Mr. Potato Sack. <laughs> I have a bunch of flim caught in my throat right uh, it now. It was almost like Roz from Monsters Inc. Roz. But like softer. Yeah. Um did you fire Potato your sack. you fire your paperwork, Mr. Wazowski. Um <laughs> and so we have um Dollface, or should we just call her Blondie? Blondie. I like Blondie. I like Blondie. Blondie is asking mom the question. My mom is like, nah, and then just kind of walks off, which is her whole MO. Um, and then we have um, them, of course, being like, okay, weird. But like, they don't really treat it that weird just yet because they're just like still trying to do their, you know, their family game night. Um, but then, you know, what's her face gets pissed off because nothing even happened and then walks out the door. Um and then we have Luke going off to go talk to her because the mom is like, you know, you you need to go, you know, calm, you know, see what's going on, calm her down, whatever. Um, I definitely and, thought at this point in my notes, I was like, I thought Kenzie would live to the end, but she might be dying first, storming off like that. And then as soon as Luke went, I was like, J.K. Luke's dying Luke's first. Gone. Yeah. And then I was wrong. The whole, I was wrong again. But yeah. um, <laughs> um, I I mean, I was right with her living to the end yeah you were and Um, and also but luke did get attacked though and it did seem like he was out for the count for a second there and he we technically don't know if he does make it he could still have died because honestly yeah i feel like his injuries were pretty severe he bled a lot and then by the time it takes like the, the you know doctors and stuff to look at him i don't know um but you know i really felt like the mom like her i felt like we didn't have to die at that moment but i get it she probably had to die at some point but i just kind of felt like she could have put up a little bit more of a fight maybe i don't know yeah Um, because it was very much like just like like you know what i mean like there was no really like it was just kind of like no don't do it you know um now i'm dead yeah. yeah No, I um, I definitely agree. I also was a little bummed that the mom was the first one to go because first off, I just like that actress. Oh, she's phenomenal. Yeah. Her name is uh, Christina Hendricks. Yes. She's in a lot of other things. She's been an actress for a while. She always plays a really good mom. <laughs> like, honestly. yeah. Um, she was in, what was it recently that came out, Bad Moms or something? Mm-hmm. She's in that series, yes. And she plays a really cool character in that series. But Is she's it literally called she, Bad Moms? No, uh, I want to say it's called Good Girls. Good Girls. It's called good, good Girls. Girls. Yeah. She's in that. And that was good. Yeah. And then, I only I mean, saw the she's... first episode, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you have to watch more. She's really good, but she's been in a lot of other things like Drive. Um, she was what she's known for a lot is she was in Mad Men. So, and that's a really, really popular yeah. show. Um, and then I we remember have, that. Uh huh. 
uh, her being in a few other things, she is also uh, been nominated for six Emmys, um, a bunch of different other awards, and she is bitching. She's pretty badass. But um, yeah, also sad. She, because, okay, so before we're getting ahead of ourselves, Kins walks out, Lux goes after her, he ends up finding her, they're talking under a gazebo, and kind of having this whole chat about like, you know, why, what's happening, and how she's getting sent away because of something that happened, at, you know, through school and with some other girls. Um, but what they don't notice is that as they're talking out there, we see behind them that they're being watched by um, Blondie, is it? Or no, the pinup girl. I think it's, I don't remember because it's so dark. Right. It's I couldn't really tell. I just saw a white like face. Mm-hmm. I couldn't, I couldn't tell which one of them it was, but I was like, someone's standing in the field watching them. Yeah. And uh, we have them walking off and now we have the parents talking about like, you know, parent stuff. And then like, you know, dad wants to kind of get a little frisky. Um, and mom doesn't feel too good about herself. She's like, you know, I look tired. I'm like, you know, she's really, she's listening to that negative self-talk. And he's like, nah, you're beautiful. Let's get it in. There's no kids in here. But once again, we are interrupted by knocks at the door. Yep. Um, and we get the same is Tamara home mm-hmm. again. And then this time we get to see them like him telling no like hey are you lost do you need help yeah kind of thing and, and she's also she just... giving more weird vibes i feel like at this point too if that makes yeah because like this energy. is the point where she crosses the road right and then like stops and turns around again mm-hmm. she's just kind of like just staring yeah at him. yeah yeah which, which is, is really creepy uh-huh and of course, they're like, okay, this is weird. And the mom at this point is kind of like, okay, um, she weirded me out. Let's check on the kids. And then even the, but the, even, I love how the dad's kind of like, uh, and she's like, no, that was weird. Like, we got to find the kids. And then so he's like, yeah, you know what? Yeah, she was weird. So we have the kids talking and walking. Um, they're, I love how whenever they go off to find them, she's like, where are they? And I was like, bitch, he is not a mind reader. And literally. I was like, clearly. Clearly, they wandered off. Like, he doesn't know where they are. You don't know where they are. Like, no one knows where they are. And then we have um, the kids freaking finding the trailer that was at the beginning of the fucking film. And we get to find out what happened to Marv and uh, G-Mama. We don't ever get her name, I don't think. Yeah, I think they say her name. Cheryl. Aunt Cheryl. Marvin and Aunt Cheryl. And then... Oh, at this point, too, I'm pretty sure there was a continuity error. Um, her bra strap was white earlier, and then now it was black. I didn't notice that. That's crazy. Kinsey's. I'm pretty Kinsey's? sure. Okay. I meant to go back and rewatch the film just to uh-huh. see, but then I didn't. Um, <laughs> no, but I'm pretty no. sure at the beginning of the film, I remember her bra strap being white because I, I just yeah. was like, girl, that looks tacky. Like cover it up and then yeah and then it was black and i was like what in the hell and she there was never a moment where she like changed in the trailer or anything or was like yeah uh uh-huh because it'd be weird just to change your bra yeah and not any of your other clothes that that's such a i feel not to be like us girl things but i feel like that's such a girl thing that you notice that because i didn't honestly pay i didn't notice that 
Yeah. The bra strap. It yeah. probably was. I mean, it also maybe it didn't even happen. And maybe they actually had it right the whole time. But I, I just felt like I remembered it being white earlier in the movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we have them, uh, the the continuer, doobity error. And then, of course, this is uh, when they're going to the trailer. Of course, it's weird because the doors open and it's kind of like what happened here. And um, we have them hearing a noise. And once again, it's the deaf dog. Um, yeah, and... the dog runs out. They're being awful loud for people who oh, yeah. are being home invaders. Truly. Yeah, <laughs> they are. I, I don't know. I feel like that's very like the teenager in them, I guess. Um, yeah. Or, and also the naive, the naive, the night, the, I don't know how to say Naivety. it. Like, yeah. Because they had no like caution going into the situation whatsoever. And, yeah. Like, they just wandered right into this house, started even, rummaging through the doors or drawers. And, and not even that. It was more, I love how she was more or less like, kind of like, it was more like, Oh, I dare you to go. Like you're scared, huh? Like, no, I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, it was like, yeah, you should yeah. be scared because this looks like a murder scene. <laughs> Yeah, um, you just walked into a random. Oh, oh, she's so cute. Yeah. Oh, I love how she just like, she just majestically came up there. Oh, that is and but, she just ooh. put her little paws onto my shoulder, sniffed my head, and then <laughs> went back. Walked down. away. That's cute. Um, that's funny. Um, and so yeah, we have them going deeper into the um trailer into that the bedroom because the dog come out, the dog was making a noise and then it like runs out. And then oh, and then I love how they're like, is someone there? Like <laughs> like who's gonna like, answer back? Yeah, like, you're in someone else's house. Of course there's like, someone there. And then also too, like it just it was just funny to me. Um, and then of course they get through the door, they open it up, and they are hit by that like smell that death and decay is. So I wonder how long yeah. like they were dead, you know, or how long the people were must there not for. be too terribly long yeah. considering that they had talked with them. Mm-hmm. True that. Um, and then they had but the message i don't know how long it takes like maybe it was in the summer so maybe they were sitting there stinking really hot yeah in the house maybe it had been like a day or so it's true and they were pretty graphically like like they f didn't just kill them like they ended up like fucking up they the mutilated base. them yeah yeah uh-huh so that's pretty pretty scary um and of course they find these bodies and as one one does they're like pretty freaked out because we first see that luke finds like there's hello written all over the um yeah which, like in the first movie very reminiscent of the first movie yeah and then we have ken c being the one who sees the bodies first and then tells luke like turn around like look at that and then um they obviously are spooked freaked out and i i guess at some point they run out because then we have the mom and dad looking for the kids and then they like run into them um and we're like you know what's happening and the kids are like I wouldn't like believe me like there's two dead bodies because first the parents are like what and they're trying to convince them of what they saw um and then dad is just like okay girls to the trailer me and Luke will go inspect and I'm just like that is like why would we split up why would we split up why yeah. as a father you're like okay I feel like you two because I feel like that was very like, okay, the guys are going to go check it because we're stronger or whatever. Then why would you leave the people who you think are weak and vulnerable unprotected? 
Yeah. And also, like, they've already, just believe your fucking kids. They've already yeah. seen it. You don't need to tra- re-traumatize Luke by taking him back in there to see it again. And just get, stay together, get back yeah. to your phone. Because the dad's words the specifically, too, were like, I need, take me, I need to see for myself. Were specifically that, like, I need to go see for myself. Um, and yeah, so, yeah, like, you're no, right. You don't. Yeah. Because um, I like, who also is just making that up or is lying about that? um uh kids or anything you know but we have the you know mom and uh kins going back to the trailer dad and luke are going to go inspect and as mom and dad mom and kins get back into the trailer and they're kind of like freaking out mom's trying to console kins a little bit we see that the phones are fucking smashed so that means that the strangers walked into the trailer while they were gone that's spooky yeah and also i could tell like as soon as they got into the house i was like oh that phone looks shattered yeah and then then they walk over to him and i was like yep all of them damn Mm -hmm. and then i was like they're already in there they're already in there and they're about to die Mm -hmm. um and sure enough they were it was dollface and who was in there right mm -hmm. and she ends up spooking kins first and then the mom is like turning around after she's failed to make a 911 call um because the screen was cracked on the phones um she's like oh my god so they run to the restroom and that's whenever they're in there and like the mom's like yelling at the girl to stop as she's like pounding on the door um and then we have Leave them and then we have this really cool shot, I felt like, where it was like the camera directed us to look from the viewpoint from up top on the skylight. Is that a skylight? Oh, yeah. Sunroof. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then I love how like the, the sound like got muted out and then like cut to them being like, oh my God, okay, let's go through there, which also kind of just seemed like, uh, I know we were trapped. But also just felt like you were going into like another trap. <laughs> like yeah. if that makes sense. Yeah. But yeah. they 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 were limited of what they could do. But I don't know. I feel like we could have like I feel like we could have got that two against sh- one. That, uh, yeah, we like we could have got that shower rod. Like we could have got the freaking thing off the toilet, you know, that people like to hit people with. That's really heavy. Yeah, the and like lid. just and just like open that door and just like pull first, like ah, charge, jousting her back, and then like mm-hmm. second, like daughter, then like bashing her head in. But of course, we watch all these movies and like you know we, we've seen things. But they never listen to us. Who knows There's how we would react? There's not as much cat and mouse in this one as oh, no. there was in the first one. It's in the first to just, one like, they toyed with the them mm-hmm. for like ever and then it wasn't like i mean we never actually saw them successfully kill them really in the first one right it kind of ends with i mean uh, you assume they're they dead stabbed, they stabbed them and all that and then it ends with like well, this left movie on kind of like actually a- was supposed to start with Liv tyler coming back and mm. showing her getting killed mm. but then they decided not to go that route but like so mm. this movie was supposed to actually start that way so yeah they didn't oh here comes suki yeah wow she's gorgeous and so we have um kins being able to get out through 
the skylight opening in the restroom and the mom wants to try to go through there but at this point we already have blondie who is like at punched a hole or something through like stabbed a hole through the door is making her way through it and also she's hella fucking strong for a little she's like a little framed girl um and then we have Suki just sniffed the microphone and i think you could hear it i didn't hear it uh-uh. Oh, I could hear it in my headphones. Oh, okay. Which are connected. Yeah. And so, so we um have unfortunately mom getting killed by the um blondie and Ken's just kind of has to like watch the whole thing um as a topic. They also weren't being like super secretive about their escape. No, not like, at all. They were like, oh my god, let's go through the skylight. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yelling about it. And then, like, not, like, I would have been, like, okay, quiet down. Like, let's quietly get out of here. Try yeah. not to cause a scene. And they were just, like, they were so loud about it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then mom mom gets dead. She just gets stabbed in the stomach a few times. Otherwise, and is Yeah. It's pretty brutal. Yeah. I was, like, that must suck. Yeah. Um, but it was pretty uneventful for kind of a Big I mean kill, I guess I mean the, the person death that we're seeing witnessing like because yeah. the other two happened off camera mm-hmm. we didn't really see them and then in the first film again we didn't see them die so I think it's it was kind of a almost a letdown for the first yeah. death to have in the series itself it wasn't that elaborate and there wasn't a big like uh, moment for the mom and kind of, and then she just stabs her and then the mom just kind of, and that's kind of it. And then you just see Kinsey run off um, basically. And then we end up with the boys and, and the boys at Marv and that lady's place, Cheryl, Marv and Cheryl's. Um, that's when they're there. And we also get to hear the voicemail that got left for Marv and Cheryl from the mom and so that's how these killers knew that they were going to end up showing up later on that evening. She's so cute. And then that's whenever we have them uh, still in the trailer. And at this point, they're getting I, they're now it's, they're, it's kind of reminiscent of the first movie because they're getting fucked with in the trailer, like because they get a brick thrown or something in through there or rocks or something through the windows. Um, and the people are making noise, the strangers outside. Um, and that's whenever I think the dad ends up thinking like, oh yeah, uh, Marv used to have a gun. So he goes to find his gun um, and gets the ammunition, loads it up and they open up the front door. And that's whenever we see potato sack man, head dude, guy uh, with an yeah, potato sack man. I put, oh, there he is. Yeah. Ooh, there he is. Potato oh. sack man. She wants kisses. She keeps walking on the keyboard, and I'm afraid she's gonna. Ow! She just scratched my face. Stay down. Um, and so we have, um, like I said, um, them getting fucked with in the trailer. They saw the dude, and they're just kind of like, "Okay, what do we do now?" Um, and at this point, the dad decides to then close the door, but then open it back up. And because nobody's there now, he decides to start shooting random shots into, doesn't he shoot a random shot, like, out 
Or is it my making? Oh it yeah. Yeah. He's like, like he's, cause he says, I'm going to give you to the count of five and then I'm going to start shooting and, or something like that. And then he. Yeah. <coughs> opens the Sorry. door and then starts to let out a round or two, I think. Just, and, yeah. Uh, unloading. And at, that, and at that point I'm thinking like, well, that could have been Kinsey. But anyways, um, we have, um, them now trying to leave and look for Kinsey and they end up getting into of the van. I think it's Marv's van, right? It has to be. Yeah. Yeah. And they I'm end assuming. up trying to drive off, but then a fucking two by four gets thrown into the car window. Oh, is that what it was? I was like, I it wasn't was like sure. A, it was a two by four. And I'm like, how the hell does that happen? Like at the velocity of which, like, oh, wait, went. did we even talk about them going and finding mom yet, though? Oh, my bad. You're right. My bad. Yeah, totally. totally I like all the that. seemingly first person POV shots, too, that are happening mm. there. Yeah. Did you notice those? Um, Between from whose point of view? They were I think they were coming from a lot of them were coming from the strangers point of view. Oh, OK. Like yeah. you could see them like watching from the woods. And oh, stuff. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes, I know what you mean. I liked all those. Um, they were definitely keeping an eye on their prey at all times. And um, yeah, this is the unfortunate part where they go back to the trailer because they were looking for Kinsey, that's right. And then they end up finding the mom um, dead in the restroom. And they're both heartbroken, of course. And they're like, oh my God, mom's dead. And then that's whenever they get, yes, to get in that van to go look for Kinsey. And they end up getting into that little accident thing because of the two by four that gets thrown into the van. Unless I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what how it happened. But um, at this point. Yeah, I was like, I was like, there's no way whenever they went to go get into that car. I was like, there's no way this car is going to work because, uh, you know. In the last one, they like fucked with the car. Yeah. Eventually, like at first, they were able to leave to go buy cigarettes, or he was, yeah. or whatever. And then Suki. It was when he got back. Yeah, everything was fucked up. Like the tires were slashed, and like the windows were fucked up and bashed in. Yeah, and so I was like, "There's no way this car is gonna work." And then I was like, "Oh, okay, never mind." Um, and then I was like, "I guess they're giving them a bit of a start." And then, like, not long afterwards, that two by four smashes into the uh, car, and I- I'll be honest, that part scared me. It made mm-hmm. me jump. Mm-hmm. No, yeah, because like, yeah, it's very, <laughs> it's kind of abrupt as well. Yeah, it came. I wasn't expecting it, like to yeah, just yeah. and to be so as violent as it was, because mm-hmm. it was very like just uh, yeah abrupt and just loud mm-hmm. and then um, uh, we have um it cutting to kenzie after this happens and she is running into the potato sack man who's in the truck she sees him in the truck um, yeah and that's and whenever she kind of approaching the truck and i was yeah. like don't go up there girly that's not not your truck for you but then he ends up um like revving up the engine and it starts to want to mow her down. Poor thing. Yep. Yeah. And then she goes and she hides in a little, I don't know what those are, big giant cylindrical pipe kind of thing. Yeah. That was on a playground and um, was hiding in there. 
Yeah, they're and, like what hobos sleep in. Oops, <laughs> unhoused. Unhoused people. Yeah. Yes. Um, um, and then the trucks just kind of casing her, like he's going around. I feel like he knew she was in there the whole time. Oh yeah, he was definitely and messing just with her. Just was fucking with her by driving around in mm-hmm. circles, and then he eventually parks with the headlights right in there. And mm-hmm. I don't understand how she didn't sense someone next to her because that whole time, yeah, she says like, "Stop doing this to us" or whatever, and then pinup girl says, "But we've just started," and yeah. that that shit got me. I was like, "Yeah." Ah! Oh my god! It's a pretty epic moment, especially because there's just you see like her face, and it's very much that like under that under lighting, you know, the spooky lighting. Uh And then all yeah, all you could see was her her face just like pops up, and I was like, Uh nope. It's crazy that she didn't feel her presence there, Um, but who knows? You know, these strangers are very skilled at being very, you know, what's the word? Stealthy. Like on their feet stealthy yeah. yeah um and so we have her of course freaking out and then running out of the fucking tunnel um and then that's whenever dad we cut back to dad and luke and dad literally has that fucking two by four just stuck through him and you're at this point you're just like oh he's fucked like there's no way like he's yeah fucked. no he's he is d-e-d dead he's, he's dying if he's not now he's gonna be because yeah he's been impaled and, and- i honestly feel like that's the worst to go like i want it to be instant because like if you're there and you like like have those type of injuries where it's like well if we remove it you're dead like like you know like say we're you have 15 more minutes like i would just hate that i would just be like really? yeah like gosh damn to like, suffer yeah and yeah. then also just then have to know that like i only have like and then like that's crazy and then he's just kind of telling and then it's even more sad because luke is telling him like i'm gonna come back for you like we're gonna get out of this and the dad like knows like i'm dead like i'm dying like just get out of here say please save yourself and it's just kind of like okay okay son like i love you you know see you when you get back i guess but um we have um him you know being stuck with that and then luke is like okay i'm gonna take this gun i'm gonna go save sister yada yada bing bing boom and that's whenever we have him leaving the dad and then um actually now i think his name is mike the dad's name is mike <laughs> and um he ends up you know the potato sack man comes and gets into the truck with him and it's this is even worse cuz this is so bad too it's like now you're about to get murdered and you can't do nothing about it cuz you're pinned with the 2 by 4 and like he's just like begging him to not do it you know and then what was it like a screwdriver or just like a small yeah knife, it was right? a skinny like real thin screwdriver yeah that just he like, uses and right into um, like the bottom of his neck right Jaw. yeah stabbed him in the neck and i love how he turns up the music like they've always got to have music playing even That's in true. the first one yeah. they would turn on that record player mm-hmm. and stuff and then now in this one they use the music it like here and then as well as in the pool scene yeah um with the turnaround song playing yeah um but yeah he uses that screwdriver and just stabs him in the neck and like kind of it looks like he kind of wiggled it around a bit and just really painful 
Yeah. Yeah. Not a way I would want to go. And then he just kind of like takes it out and he's like, well, now there's blood on it. And it's like, mm-hmm. well, no shit. He kind of wipes it off like, ew. <laughs> yeah, I definitely feel like these guys are on like a whole nother level of like psychosis. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. they um, have to be. Yeah, for sure. To be like able to do this. And so then we have. Obviously, that's dead, D-E-A-D. And we have um, Ken's, I believe she's in the trailer where Marv, she's, I think it's Marv's trailer, because I don't think it's their trailer where the mom's dead, but she's in there trying to, like, hide, and that's whenever she ends up finding the fucking jack-in-the-box. And yeah. she approaches it because it's going off, and it's like someone had to turn the thing on the jack-in-the-box, so why would you go towards it? It's a trap, obviously. Yeah, I thought it was just a random house that she went into. And I was like, why are all these houses just open? And then with that jack-in-the-box going, I was like, how did Dollface or Blondie know that she was going to go into that house? Like, how long had she must have been waiting there just being like, oh, is she going to come? Like, it's like, <laughs> when you play like a game of hide and seek, literally. Yeah. Or something. I, I, I yeah. get what you mean. And I was like, she must have just been like really chilling there for a little bit. Like, okay, when's, when's yeah. it going to happen? And then, well, and then she was like, well, time to get set up. Let me set up my Jack in the box and then hides under the cover. Yeah. Well, I will say it because... was so fucking creepy how she like, linked up from underneath hmm. that cover very very reminiscent of the tunnel and the pinup doll lady yeah same thing yeah out of nowhere and and then of and then of course like even kins has kind of like almost i feel like a delayed reaction too because she's like oh what the fuck and where the hell did you yeah. come from yeah yeah uh-huh and so then of course she's the like, moment i saw it was a jack-in-the-box i would have been like nope I'm getting the yeah. fuck out of here. Well, I mean, and like I said, logically, like Jack in the Boxes have to be like spun by someone, right? And it's not like Jack in the Boxes when you let go of it, it's like, oh, a 30 minute, 30 second delay or anything or two. It's like immediately starts yeah. playing the song. So it's like she had to be like, she had to be in there right there, you know? Yeah, literally <laughs> <laughs> with the blanket. Um, so with the cloak of invisibility from Harry Potter. Um, yeah with the crossover event and so kens is in there freaking out but that's whenever thankfully luke shows up but luke for the lack of a better term you know is just a coward and i feel so bad saying that we because obviously yes because like he was because <laughs> he was like he was like so like just, like, pulled the, I just pulled the trigger and then i love how he kens is like give me the fucking gun like i will do it like give I me the fucking this for you Please yeah, the, the moment gun. he let her live, I was like, nope, you done fucked up. You done yeah. fucked up real bad. Well, and I mean, like, I can see his apprehension because it's kind of like, yeah, who wants to kill someone else? But also, like, it's do or die. Like, it's either your life or theirs at this point. Yeah. Self-defense, yeah. And then, like, honestly, too, like, I'm sorry. Like, especially if it's in the moment, like, if you killed my mom like you're dead like i'm gonna fucking kill you like maybe three weeks later i could be like ah, oh, you know what you don't deserve to die you need therapy like we'll heal but like in that moment i probably would not be thinking straight and i'd be like cap cap cap, cap. Bitch. yeah for real yeah. <laughs> like, you killed my mom like what the fuck 
Yeah. yeah. Ain't yeah. no one's safe after you kill mama. For real. Like, that's just like, yeah, I feel like the revenge would have taken over. But he is kind of having this, like, you know, that fight, flight, or freeze moment. And he's freezing hella bad right now. Um, yeah. And he, you know, like you said, he lets her go. Um, and I'm in my notes, I'm like, give Kinsey the gun. Give her the gun. Kinsey can do it. She's a badass. Yeah, she she she's a she's a rebel. She don't mind pulling the trigger. Um yeah. And so then we have them running off, and Kins is kind of cleaning up, I believe, at this point. And that's whenever they try to find a land. They're trying to use the landline. I believe that's in Marv and what's her name's Cheryl's apartment or trailer, but it doesn't work, obviously, because why would the landline work? Um Yeah. And they go into or, or this office? like open window oh, or something okay. of a house um, yeah, yeah yeah and i was like why why would you go into that open window that's obviously a trap mm-hmm. like don't go in there and then um this is one of my fun facts but it i'll just say it right now mm-hmm. whenever he puts the gun down uh to help with kenzie's wounds on her leg yeah. He puts it down on a copy of A Stranger is Watching. It's a um, book. Yeah. Yeah. So they Creepy. thought about that and put in a nice little yeah. kind of Easter namesake egg. book. Yeah. yeah. Easter egg. Um, um, and so but we yeah. have them <clears throat> yeah, getting all that stuff, getting cleaned up. He's talking to her and they're basically kind of having this moment of like, okay, like we, we're going to get out of this. We're going to, she starts getting a little introspective too. And I was like, girl, not the time. <laughs> not the- oh yeah. Because she was like, I was so mean to her when she was talking about her mom. Now she's dead yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, maybe whenever you're like actually safe, we can, yeah, unpack we can heal. That. And then, but like right now is not the time. Like now yeah. is not the time to not be a bitch anymore. If anything, this is time to double down on the bitch and like fuck some people up. Yeah, exactly. Turn into a straight up savage. Uh And then because what happens? Oh, shit. Fucking potato head man. (sighs) Stack man drives through the fucking house. Literally just no fucks given. Just I laughed so hard. (laughs) I was like, holy shit. He did that. (sighs) And then I'm also like, man, he's so lucky he didn't get impaled. Uh huh. I could have gone south really fast. Yeah. Yeah. For yeah. Both, and like for both of them. Well, it also feels like, especially I guess Potato Sack Man. He just kind of gives no like. He's just like, I'll do what I can for the kill. Again, I feel like he's God tier. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, and well, someone has to be right. It's giving Michael Myers. Um, yeah. For this, for this universe, and so. This is whenever we have all that shit happening, right? They they manage to get out of that situation. But then we have Ken's going to um Ken Ken Kenzie is hiding, right? Because at this point under a porch. Yeah, the women are under this little porch. Because thing. Luke is like, I'm gonna go try to get 911 or something like that, or try to um she's on the phone. Someone's on the phone with 911. Somehow they get a cell phone, don't they? Uh Luke makes it back to the office. That's right. And the and I was like, oh shit, he actually got through to someone. And then That's he was right. in the middle of talking, and then they cut the fucking phone lines. And then this and, is another moment where Luke is a scary ass bitch. Because yeah. he's just in there and he's like, and then runs off. Yeah. Right? And then yeah. because well, pinup girl ends up being behind him. That's true. And I was like, damn, she's so sneaky. 
and then I was like, oh, fuck, Luke's gonna die. Um, but then he just fucking takes out Dollface or Pinup Girl. Yeah, yeah. He beats the shit out of her and then stabs her, right? At this point, uh, oh, oh, no, no, yeah, no, no. no he not just smacks her. Yeah, he smacks her and is able to evade her. Um, and he's able to, you know, go go out. And then this is, this is whenever he's we get introduced to the pool and we have this really beautiful like wide shot of the pool and we have all the neon lights and we hear the music and he's out there and that's whenever we see uh-huh because and which is such a good song because we she's behind him and if you hear the song playing like turn around and he's facing the other way and just in time when she's about to come up from behind him that's whenever he turns around and molly whops her yeah, yeah. knocks her the fuck out and yes this is when what he was it to- with the golf club uh i think so yeah yeah, he ends up being able to take her out, and then um, I was calling her Betty Boop at this point, which does make sense because pinup. But I was calling her Betty Boop, but because my nose like she does look like Betty Boop. Betty Boop out, and she he kills her, and uh, this is the the kind of the savage I was waiting for, and kind of what I was hoping he would have done to Blondie earlier, because you can tell he's really now taking out his like, yeah, like you know, kill my yeah. mom. Yeah, because um, yeah, he went up near her as she was unconscious, and I was like, "Boy, don't don't go near her." Yeah, and then all of a sudden, she of course wakes up and like that's she tries to get him, and then he just stabs the fucking shit out of her. Yeah, and now and then Potato Head sees it all. Mm-hmm. Potato Head yeah. Sackman gets mad, comes up to try to you know get get Luke, and at this point, Luke has courage now and he's like okay you know what at this point i was like now at this point i was thinking like you know what luke this this is a good time to run now this is the time to run like yeah you, you took one out he's obviously in mad mode this is a, you, there's some distance between y'all right now run but luke is just kind of like standing there like come on come on <laughs> and like, yeah he's like i took one of yours out now yeah what? <laughs> literally and i'm like no luke this is not the time to now be like boisterous um, yeah now's so, the time to get the hell out of dodge for real but then that's whenever he ends up um trying to fight him and then he ends up uh almost they're they're like you know like they're back and forth they're tussling around and then luke ends up avoiding getting killed because he dips into the pool but then at that point i'm thinking like oh this was the worst decision you could have made this was yeah it's not gonna look good for you and then especially when he pulls him in with him yeah pulled him in he could have just like paddled to the other side and then paddled to the other we could have done this for three hours yeah like (laughs) we no yeah you know but but he pulls him in with him because i guess he's thinking i'm gonna take him out and yeah poor luke they're doing the little underwater dance ballet and then sexy pool scene i put yeah, yeah. And then um and I thought it was a really cool scene too, right? Cuz then you hear like yeah. the music like muffled out and the, you know outside of the pool and then um but poor Luke, like obviously this dude is like a lot bigger and stronger than him, so he gets overpowered and just gets stabbed in the back, which seems pretty gnarly. Um but yeah. Yeah, pretty it was gnarly. pretty rough. And then he just keeps on trying to swim and Mhm. I was like, boy, just stand up. Like, it's yeah. not that deep. Yeah. Like, it, stop stop trying to swim. Let's stand up. And then 
then the way sister shows up, Kinsey shows up. Thankfully, just and the way she pulls him. him out of the pool, I was like, oh god, she just like pulled him up Made over all of his injuries. Yeah, making it so much worse. And then um, we have her thankfully being able to save him. What it seems like, but I don't know if that's even what happened. But um, we have her hiding Luke at this point. And she is able to pull, put him down. Um, she's trying to consult, like, you know, I'm going to go get help. We're going to get out of this. She's, her plan is to get to the street, I believe, at this point. Yeah. To uh, just guess, She's trying you know. to make it back to the main road. Mm-hmm. And so that's whenever we have her getting to the street. And thankfully, because of that half 911 call that got sent out earlier, there is a cop that got sent. So he's, like, checking out, you know, trying to make sure everything's okay. And she does get to see him but unfortunately he doesn't get to help out too too much because pretty immediately we have blondie coming up and then taking him out with like that moment where she like walks up really close behind him and then just slashes his throat um, yeah which was pretty savage mm-hmm. yeah um, it was very fast i was like oh yay the police and then i was like well <laughs> yeah never mind um, not a help at all yeah she got and him then pretty also, quickly and then also, also, I didn't understand how, can you hear that? Did you hear that dog barking? No. Cool. Okay, good. Anyways, um, we have, I didn't understand how he, the cop, also kind of didn't notice it through peripheral, like her, she was, did look that fast walk up, you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Like, I yeah. would have, I would have I thought like the, the, the levels in the air around them would have shifted, like, I don't know, you know, but Unfortunately, he gets taken out and all happens right in front of Kenzie. And she's like, what the fuck? And then that's whenever she gets into the car. And unfortunately, the keys to the car are on the cop. And then, of course, the blonde blondie gets the keys. And so she can't start the car. She can't leave. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's whenever um, she ends up getting out of the... Hmm. Is it blondie that gets into the car? Or Kenzie gets out herself willingly? Yeah, so... What happens is that the rifle yeah. shotgun mm-hmm. is like in the car and right. she like opens that door and Kenzie gets it to shoot right yeah. at Blondie as she opens the door. So yeah. like Kenzie's still kind of in the car. Yeah, that's think, right. Mm-hmm. Back up against the door, shoots out at her, shoots her like in the stomach. Yeah. And I was like, hell yeah, bitch, get her. Um and then somehow, fucking she's still somehow, alive. I don't know, she's still alive. Yeah. And this is where we get the iconic, or not iconic, but, you know, the line. Why? Mm-hmm. Why are you doing this? And then she says, well, why not? And then, and then Kenzie double taps her. Double taps her. Like a Shoots genie. her again. Oh, and we get to see her face because she takes off the mask. Kenzie takes off her mask. Yeah. Um. And yeah, she she blows her up, which is really good because honestly, um, there's so many times in movies where nobody double taps, and it's like, you know, you you miss that opportunity. It's you're pretty much asking to be murdered. Yeah, um, exactly. And, and then as soon as she gets back in the car, I was like, "Did you get the keys?" Because Potato Head Man is still out there, and he's gonna show up, and he's gonna get you, like. We need you to 
Mm-hmm. We need yeah. you to get on this. See, and then see. sure enough, he shows up and then he just rams the fucking police car. So unfortunate, honestly. From the back. Because she she could have she could have got out there. She could have that was, you know, her ticket. But um at the moment, yes, she gets rammed by him. And then that's whenever he ends up driving off now that it's rammed and then it comes and rams her the fuck again. Yeah, um, and she's trying to start the car, and I was like, "Come on, the car can't be malfunctioning like that badly after just getting rammed from behind." Yeah, but it like wasn't turning over; it like messed up the starter or something, and it wasn't igniting. Yeah. So, and then yeah, he comes and he's ramming her from the side now. Yeah, and then Which she sucks. she's able to yeah. get out of the car. But his car at this point, it's like stuck together to the cop car. Um, and that's whenever she notices that there's gas leaking. And so mm-hmm. she's like one and one. And thankfully, she's, you know, we know that she's been smoking these cigarettes throughout the movie. She has her lighter and she's able to flick that lighter and then very like deep blue sea, like throws it and it's yeah. able to catch on fire all the, the gasoline, which then causes the truck to go up in flames. Um, but uh, even though this is happening, um, motherfucker is still um, alive because he's able to like then pull off of the cop car and then as his truck's ablaze, chase her down even more uh, to like this bridge. Um, yeah, chasing her over the bridge. And literally my notes are just like, what the hell? Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, how is this happening? Mm-hmm. Um, and then she of course falls and is like crawling and i was like bitch get up come on yeah. like we we don't got time for this and of all the she, times for her will to like stop willing because she had been like really like savage pretty much i feel like for the most part for the movie yeah yeah um, exactly but uh she did she she was put through it she she had a lot of injuries at this point yeah she did mm-hmm. and so that's whenever we have um um there we go um her then you know getting chased onto the bridge he's on the bridge but then even at this point he gets out of the truck because he's gonna i guess try to fuck her up even more but he's like on fire and she's just kind of like dragging herself pulling herself back more and more and then that's whenever we have um her him just then basically kind of falling in front of her and 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 unaliving in front of a little half burnt potato head yeah he dies um and he had the axe out and everything which i was like how that axe has got to be heavy how does he have enough like strength to do that Mm -hmm. yeah and so um we have then her basically then at this point i'm like what about luke what about luke like we need to go luke yeah um and so thankfully i honestly you know, forgot about him i was like uh, oh he's dead <laughs> <laughs> You're already even though i know it. he's not but um yeah she yeah i've i forgot about him yeah um, and and so then we have um you know we see that she goes back we go back for luke um they're getting checked out or whatever um yeah so she gets she like gets further down the road and she gets some people to stop for her. And all of a sudden the lady's like, I'm not gonna, 
I like starts turning around because Mr. Potato Sack Man is there behind her. That's right. And I was like, oh, fuck, he's still not dead. Still alive. Um, Because I guess he had like some glass in his stomach and stuff too. And then she finally. Yeah. And just smacks his head and she's like, go. Mm-hmm. And I was like, how very Sally in the Texas Chainsaw Massacre of this ending with her just like um, smiling maniacally and just covered in blood and it, you know, in the back of a truck and stuff. Yeah. It just very much reminded me of that. Um, and then this is where I remembered the brother and I was like, oh, I wonder if the brother lived. And then mm-hmm. then I was like, oh, OK, he's alive, but barely barely hanging on yeah and then we get a knock at the door with the same sound of the -the jack-in-the-box um and she drops a cup of water and it goes to a black screen and so we never know what actually happens to her i feel like that could be like the a different horror movie where it's more or less like a psychological thriller and it's like the after effects of what happens whenever you go through like a traumatic experience like that like every knock yeah, like on the door PTSD forever and stuff. will be like is it a killer or is it just yeah. someone who's at the door because mm-hmm. all three of them technically died mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so yeah. so yeah so I don't know if that was or maybe one of them didn't. Maybe, yeah, maybe someone survived. Mm-hmm. Um, and then went on a rampage in the hospital. Or there was a fourth family member we didn't know about. Cameron. Oh, uh, yeah, they just couldn't fit him in the truck. You know, the, that would be a good, like, spinoff or sequel is then, like, Tamara is actually a person and she's one of them and now she's coming out and killing people. Yeah. I don't know. But um, that is... She's like, knock, knock, am I home, bitch? Yes, I am. (laughs) Stab, stab. Literally. It's twins. Triplets. Um, But, yeah, that is 2018's The Strangers Pray at Night. Strangers Pray at Night. Um, Do you have any other fun facts? Let's see. Um, Well, I already told you about Liv Tyler supposed to be coming back for the opening scene. Mm -hmm. And the first before the script was rewritten uh the film was announced in 2009 and then it took that long to get it out up and going um the man in the mask or potato sack man is the only killer in the film to not have any lines of dialogue and then the director admittedly doesn't like slasher movies or home invasion movies at all but he made one i was about to say yeah because that's all this is. Yeah. That's, that's Home Invasion and Slasher. I wonder if he was just trying to challenge himself or if it was like he needed to pay the bills. Yeah. I feel like maybe he did just need to pay the bills and he was like, this is what I got to do. Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Um, and and, and was, is that all the fun facts? Yeah, that's all I got on this film. Yeah. Um, overall, I thought it was a decent sequel to the first one and played up on what we already knew about like how the killers operate in the first one. And then just kind of like hammed it up. I feel like a little bit more, of course, cause it's a sequel. Um, especially yeah. with like the, the kind of a, definitely way more action packed than the first one. 
even though the first one had like some good chase scenes and stuff uh, between Liv and the killers, um, like when she's running through the woods and when she's um, trying to then, well, I guess that's the only scene. Never mind. But um, overall, I thought that it was a bit like you said anticlimactic when the mom died because for the first kill that we see on screen, and then also for it being like she was a pretty prominent character for the first half of the film. It just kind of seemed a bit, um, man, like they could have, they, they lost an opportunity to maybe make a bigger death scene or have it to where like all the family members were maybe watching or saw it happen as opposed to just the daughter. Um, yeah. Um, because then I feel like it also would have maybe had an even more like tragic impact um, on the story. Um, but yeah, I thought the acting was really good between everybody, though. There wasn't a time. Maybe Luke, his acting sometimes was a bit like kind of like, um, I feel like not on the same uh, level of like, re, re, uh, uh, everybody else's reaction seemed really real for the most part, I guess is what I'm trying to say. His at times yeah. felt a bit forced, but maybe because his character was just also like, scared most of the time and kind of more reactive instead of acting to do something it was just more always kind of like whoa you know or what's going on um yeah uh but overall i think i would give it a solid like 3.5 good rating um i thought it was pretty good i thought I, I enjoyed the music it was pretty like i said they made some stylistic choices where um we got to see more of the 80s vibe which was pretty cool and the movie was really dark um, throughout the whole film, which I guess because it's happening at night, right? But um, at times, I guess that kind of makes the movie feel a little bit like one note almost, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it is all kind of what? This, t- this transpires over the course of probably like four hours, probably. Yeah. You know what I mean? All very yeah. fast. Yeah. So... Um, but yeah, three point five three rating for me for this one. I think I'd have to give this film a maybe a three is what I was mm-hmm. thinking. Very middle of the road for me. Um overall it was pretty good. Um I didn't really have an issue with the acting so much. Um, Kinsey's acting might have bothered me at some points, actually. But I, like uh, just... I think. Sorry, go ahead. No, what? I feel like it's just that actress. To be honest, I've seen her. In a I've never before. seen her in anything else. So she's from like Once Upon a Time, and then Guillermo, oh. Guillermo del Toro. Was she in a later um, se- season of a Once Upon a Time? I only watched up until like four. She played the young Snow White young version of of snow white oh um, really like in child form um and then oh, she's okay. in Guillermo del toro's um don't be afraid of the dark um oh. uh, with katie holmes and mm-hmm. she's been in she's kind of like an abigail breslin like a dakota fanning she's been in a lot of other things throughout like her her childhood um oh so she's a baby she's, actress she's she's what well, well i mean now she's probably like at least in her early 20s i'm sure but um yeah uh there I, it was more so just like with how 
thick she was laying on some of the sassiness uh-huh. that I was like, this is almost unbelievable. But yeah. also teenagers are like this. But that really wasn't the main part that bothered me. I think the part that bothered me the most was like, like I said, the lack of like. There, this film just seemed to lack like substance and it mm-hmm. had more deaths, but it just didn't like really. Yeah. It didn't feel as full or as like torturous as the first movie the first movie like has me legitimately now i i will admit (laughs) i was scared because i was home alone when i watched this film i do live on the fourth floor now so i'm not scared of like my windows Mm -hmm. um but someone did try to open my door we've had i need a like we need to get a ring door camera because someone this is not the first time this has happened this is where someone tries to open our door so i think uh, like we have like a neighbor who chronically comes home like <laughs> drunk or something and doesn't realize they're at the wrong door mm-hmm. um or they're just thoroughly confused all the time yeah um and or you have a stalker yeah i guess so cuz the door like someone tried to open it in the middle of it. And I was like, (laughs) but overall, like the first film has me like completely like shitting a brick. Yeah. And this one just didn't do it for me as much. I I still think it's worth a watch and I enjoyed seeing all three of them come back. Mm -hmm. Um, But it just wasn't as, like ominous and like they, there just wasn't as much cat and mouse. It didn't, it felt like more of just like they were killing for the kill instead of like actually Enjoying. torturing people. Yeah. And in the first one too, I guess you could say that um, we almost got this other storyline as well between the couple live and her, you know, boyfriend or about to be ex because like that whole storyline of like her denying his proposal you know yeah and it really makes you like there's so much drama to the storyline almost that it's like it's this other movie going on at the same time exactly same, which i feel like happening. they tried yeah. to do with this and with kinsey having drama. yeah yeah but they never fully fleshed it out yeah. and so it was like you couldn't really you didn't yeah. really understand what was happening with Kinsey the whole time. Like they never explicitly say it. Yeah. And I feel like that's where they messed up. Like they should have explicitly said something. So that way we had a little more background and attachment to Kinsey. Mm-hmm. Cause uh, honestly I could have taken her leaving it. Like she could have died and I would have been like, well, yeah, it's true. I think if anything, the only death I cared most about or were sad as all was the mom because we did have, I guess, an attachment to her because of the actress, which is fortunate yeah. for that character. Because I guess maybe if another actress would have played that same role, maybe I wouldn't have cared as much of her dying. Yeah, if it would have been someone that I'd never seen before or something. Same with yeah. like Liv Tyler. Like, I mean, you didn't want to see Liv Tyler die. Like, we watched her growing up and is Erwin, right? Yeah. That's her name in Lord of the Rings. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Eowyn. Eowyn. No, there's no R. Yeah, Eowyn. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. But, but um, <laughs> excuse me. Overall, a three point five and a three. I I kind of just leaves it at a three. I feel like. Yeah, three point two five. Yeah. Um. But that is for the strangers. Pray at night. Two thousand eighteen. Mm-hmm. Um. Kind of going along with our slasher films that we're covering and um do we want to mention what maybe we're covering next yes Yes, next it should be x x yeah right yes next Next is x um i'm excited to watch this film because i've never seen it yeah and then but i know that you told me to watch it before i just haven't done it no yeah and I, i think it's pretty good it's kind of it's one of those like almost like a scream where it's definitely playing on like it like it knows what type of movie it it is trying to do basically mm-hmm. um but um it's pretty good excuse me and then we're going to be um doing pearl after that actually um and they go together so yes uh-huh that'll be fun i, I watched the trailers for both of them the other day okay cool because yeah. Andrew was like, have you heard of this movie X? Should we watch it? And I was like, mm. I have heard of it. Um, mm. And then I was like, and we should watch it. Forgetting that we were going to be covering it. <laughs> and then and then I was like, it has another movie that's attached to it. And he was like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's called Pearl. Uh-huh. And then it's a prequel. So we went and watched that. And then isn't there a third movie in productions right now? It- it's already filmed. It's going to be coming out this year called Maxine. And it's the Maxine. Season. Yeah. Okay. Um, so we I knew it was something that started with an M, but I couldn't so, remember. So you already watched Pearl? No, we just watched the trailer. Uh, the trailers, trailers. Got it. Got it. Okay. Um, yeah. No. So we'll be covering those. Um, and so I'm excited to watch them. And I'll good. make Andrew watch them with me. I haven't seen Pearl yet. I've only seen X. So I'm excited to watch that. Yeah, it looks good. Mm-hmm. Pearl looked real good. Yeah. Uh, Pearl. 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 Um, but yeah, that's what we'll be doing, you guys. So hopefully you'll be uh, listening along with us, watching them if you want to watch. So that way you can give us your reviews, your B ratings, and leave that to us in our comments uh, and our, or sneak into our DMs. But yeah, is there anything else we need to add at the moment? Not really. We're not in Rogue Media Network Studios today, but Rogue Media Network Studios is still producing us. Um, It's just Mm -hmm. now, for those of you who don't know, I've moved out of city, so I don't live in Waco anymore. And I am still in city, but I am in house now since we are recording from our perspective locations. Yes. So now we have to record via Zoom. So if Mm -hmm. some of the audio quality suffered, hopefully it didn't. Yeah, but, if anything, just um, let us know if there is a difference uh, so we can fix it. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. We'll mm-hmm. definitely iron. This is, we'll iron out the We'll be kinks. listening. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, you can listen to us and all the other amazing podcasts that Rogue Media Network has all in one central place. And that is at roguemedianetwork.com. And then you can also listen to us on a slew of podcasting platforms, the biggest two being. Spotify. And also Apple. Mm -hmm. But wherever you do listen, don't forget to rate, review, like, and subscribe. 
That's right, because that is the only way we can get ahead in this world. And then word of mouth, tell your friends. We've gained some new followers from Abaddon Eyes, um, yes. so that's exciting. Yes. We love to Make see sure. y'all coming over here. Yeah, thank you guys. And, and then if you haven't listened to Abaddon Eyes, go ahead and check that out to our listeners, um, because it's a really cool podcast that is specifically... Um, in, in the John, in not the genre, in the universe of um, Hell House, Hell House LLC. Yes. So um, yes. there's definitely a lot of new content that's going to be coming through um, that. And we are very excited to be listening and um, being a part of that as well. And anything else we need to add? You can always. If you want to reach out to us, like some of those new listeners have, you can can do so on our one social media platform, which is Instagram. And that is at. At Boobays Podcast. And that's at B-O-O-B-A-E-S. Because we're your Boobays, not your Boobabes. And. That's right. That's, I think, all we got for you today, folks. Yep. Until next yeah. time, you guys. Until next time. Bye, Bays. Bye, Bays. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.